The vicious voices of the right are out in full force, and it's time for us to get up and organize against the heartless attacks on our civil rights. Start your morning diving into the headlines and issues that matter to our everyday lives, speaking with changemakers and hearing from you, our listeners. Hear your host, Zerlina Maxwell, break down the top news, push for solutions from officials who represent us, and call out the misinformation and hypocrisy that surrounds us, plus the engaging stories that keep you energized. Get your morning boost of politics, culture, and everything you need to start your day. It's always darkest before the dawn, but the dawn is here. Shining a light on the ruthless forces across the aisle and rising for a brighter future for all of us. This is Mornings with Zerlina. Welcome to Mornings with Zerlina. I'm Zerlina Maxwell. Joining us on the phone is Bloomberg opinion editor Sarah Green Carmichael. And she is the author of the piece, Women Shouldn't Be Doing Any More Housework This Year. We Need Equal Housework Day. I'm here for that conversation. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm really, really into this topic because um, I'm a 40-year-old person who is single in part because in my 20s, I just really, I wouldn't submit to a man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wouldn't, I Mm -hmm. wouldn't, you know, when they were like, can you come over and do my dishes? I was like, are you going to (laughs) come over and do my dishes? No, I'm serious. These are real conversations I used to have when I was dating in my younger life. Can you come over and clean my apartment? I was like, who's going to clean my apartment? Um... And I just really fiercely rejected the idea that housework and cooking and things like that should be expected of me because of my gender. And so for me, I am here for a conversation about the inequities. What is the housework gap? I mean, how bad is it? It's pretty dramatic in the U.S. Um, Women spend an average 47 minutes more on housework each day than men on average, according, and that's according to Bureau of Labor Statistics data. So it's pretty, pretty solid source. Um, And that adds up to about five and a half hours a week. And that doesn't include things like childcare um, or sort of errands like grocery shopping, uh, which women also do much more of on average. So that's, I'm only talking about things like, you know, laundry, cooking, cleaning, mowing the lawn, you know, and I think it's important to note that this includes a lot of sort of stereotypically male tasks too. Um, so even if you count in things like cleaning the gutters, you know, women are still doing a lot more than men. I mean, it's funny that you bring up cleaning the gutters because I remember in college, this is a true story as well. I don't mean to just bring my own relationships here in this (laughs) public conversation, but I think they're actually, I'm not, I'm not unique in, in some, in the fact that these conversations have taken place. I think these are universal. Um, But I remember having an ex-boyfriend be like, the reason why you need to know how to cook and like the reason why you clean is because like I'm the man and I clean the gutters. Like I do that. That's what the men do. The men clean the gutters. They mow the lawn. The women do the dishes and the laundry. Um, can you talk a bit about why we've gendered these tasks? Like yeah. why why is it that dishes are seen as a, something girls do and mowing the lawn or the gutters or whatever is something boy? I mean, the silly. Yeah. It's so silly and, you know, but it is so common, you know, it's not just, you know, you sort of mentioned your personal story, but that was really reflected in a lot of the emails I got from readers um, after this column ran, especially male readers. And then they were basically saying, you know, exactly what you said, like, oh, well, so what if she does the laundry? I'm the one cleaning the gutters. And part of the problem is you clean the gutters once or twice a year. Right. Like, 
you know, it's not interrupting your, you're not like leaving work early to rush home and clean the gutters. So, and I, I think one of the reasons it is, I think that flexibility is one of the reasons that it is a male typed task. Um, all of the tasks that tend to be very stereotypically male are things that can be delayed to the weekend or delayed until they have time. Um, and, you know, the tasks that women tend to be stuck doing are those daily tasks that really can't be delayed. You know, you've got hungry kids looking up at you. We're like, where's dinner? Um, <laughs> you can't be like, I'll get to it on Saturday. Um, so that's one reason. <laughs> and then I think the other reason is that in general, you know, we have this assumption that men do physically demanding dirty tasks that happen outdoors. Um, and we have a sort of assumption that women do these uh we have an idea that they're less physically demanding because women are not up on a ladder, but having like scrubbed the inside of a huge bathtub when I was eight months pregnant, like that was physically demanding. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think that there's a stereotype, there's a little bit of like a sort of mental trickery leading us to believe that the men's tasks are sort of more physical, but, but they're not really in, in, in every way. And also that, you know, we have this sort of notion of woman being the angel in the house who's inside and men getting to go out outside the home. And that persists when we talk about household tasks. The way that you just explain it too, it doesn't it seem like, oh yeah, they're going to go out and hunt for food and come back with the food. For, <laughs> totally. I mean, like, are we in a cave? Like, is that where we are? Cause it feels like we are in that mentality. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, and I think that really highlights the struggle here and why I sort of suggested that we needed this like day to bring attention to this issue, because these stereotypes have been with us for centuries, and they are not going to go away unless we are really active in thinking about them and bringing attention to them. So Equal Housework Day would be August 29th. And that is a day almost like Equal Pay Day, where we talk about and obviously there's an equal pay day, there's a black woman's equal pay day, and then there's a Latina woman's equal mm -hmm. pay day because black women and Latina women make even less, so then there's another day for them. Um, but in, in terms of the message you're trying to send, it's essentially like, you know, if we stop doing the work on August the 29th, <laughs> the rest of, and, and stopped, that would then allow the men to catch up. <laughs> Yes, basically, exactly. You know, women would, the housework gap is so big that women would have to stop doing housework at the end of August, um, based on the data that is most recent, most recently available, um, in order for men to catch up. And I, and I guess I should say that the housework gap has gotten a little narrower over time, because, um, you know, men today do more than men 50 years ago. Um, but I think part of the challenge is that, um, you know, there's because I think that's part of the challenge because basically you have men who are like, oh, look, I do so much more than my father and grandfather did. I am a paragon <laughs> of equality. And women are like, well, you still do a lot less than me. Right. <laughs> so that's where we're at. So one of the things that's so f fascinating is, is the differences when you ask men and when you ask women in terms of like how satisfied they are with like their support from their spouse and their partners. And one of the, one of the funny pieces of data is that men – they just clearly don't realize how much their partners are doing and they don't realize how tired their partners are. I mean, speak to the fact that men sort of are satisfied with the status quo and that's because they really don't understand that their their partners are burnt all the way out. 
Yeah. So there was a survey that was led by Eve Rodsky, the author of Fair Play, which is mm -hmm. a great book on this topic. Yep. And she basically said, you know, she asked respondents, what is the single thing that your spouse or partner could do to lower your stress levels? And men's response was like, no, I'm pretty happy with like the way things are. <laughs> um, and the, the most common response from women was men could help around the house more. Um, and so, and I should say, I am talking about men and women because that's the majority of coupled households and that's where the house gap housework gap is biggest but these inequities can exist in same-sex partnerships as well um but I, you know i think that there is a degree of obliviousness from the partner who's not in the weeds of housework on just how much um the partner is doing and i think that's especially true if you think about the mental load because mm. you re there's really no way to see that you see your partner vacuuming you see them doing dishes but you don't see them keeping tabs in their head of like okay well i have to do the laundry on Thursday because we're leaving for the weekend on Friday yep. and I have to start it at 8 a.m. because if I don't start it then the dryer won't be done you know whatever it is um, that kind of mental load is something that women disproportionately carry um, even and, and it takes a toll you know it, it, it all takes up mental space and it also puts women in the role of being sort of the controller of household work uh, and the person who sort of I hate to use the word nagging but let's say prompting their mm -hmm. partner to step in um, and a lot of couples are sort of comfortable with that role but it is a role that um, fundamentally puts women in a, in a in a position that I think holds them back from paid work. Oh, yeah. No, one of the most important lessons I learned early on in my career is that, well, my mom put it this way. She would say, well, if you got it like that, you should do it, which means that, like, if you can if you can pay somebody else to do a task that the time that you you can now dedicate that's yours to something else is that's worth it. That like, you know, in that investment is worth it. Um, and that was one of the lessons I learned really, really early on. Like, I haven't done my own laundry in a really long time. I'm not saying that as, like, I am, like, mm. so spoiled. I said I say that because, like, one, I'm not folding it. Like, that was part of the problem. It's, like, I would get it and then it, I'm never going to fold it. Like, it's never going to be folded. So it was, like, please just delegate this so that that four hours on the Saturday or four hours in the middle of the week where you're spending – you know, going in and out to the laundromat, back up and down the steps, like all that, you're saving that you're maybe looking for a side hustle, you're trying to do something, you're spending time with your friends, you're taking a nap, like whatever you're doing, it's going to be worth more to you. Can you talk about what women um, and partners that do the majority of this housework are losing in terms of like, time, where they could be making money some other way, where they can be doing some self-care, where they could be exercising, they could be spending time with their kids even more that's not like related to housework. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like they're losing out on so many opportunities. And, and in the end, it, in the end, it's money, but, <laughs> but yeah. they're losing out because they're spending time doing so much laundry. Laundry takes yeah. so much time. Why? I don't know. Why do we have to get clothes? <laughs> this is, a, this is a, a larger philosophical question, but. Yeah, you can only wear one thing at a time. So, well, and it's also, <laughs> you know, standards of cleanliness have only gone up as we have more and more ways to be clean. So I've, the average house and the average person is probably a lot cleaner today than they were 70 years ago. Um, and setting that aside, I think, you know, it's sort of a common assumption in many couples that um, the woman does more around the house because she earns less at work and spends less time at paid work. Um, but it's actually the opposite. Um, women tend to take jobs that are more flexible or tend to leave 
paid their paid jobs a little earlier than men do so that they can get home and complete that second shift. Um, the other place that, that it costs women is leisure time. That was really clear when I was looking at the data from the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics. Um, men on average have much more leisure time than women do every day. And if you think about where women are, especially after two years of two and a half years of pandemic life, um, you know, women are burnt out. I think there's been many surveys showing that there's really a feeling of there's not time to exercise, especially now that so many companies are pushing people to go back to the office full time. Mm -hmm. Where is that commute time going to come from? Right. Um, but if you, if you look even among couples that both work, where both partners work full time and they have kids. So there's not a lot of uh, spare time in those mm -hmm. households. Um, men have uh, 44 minutes more of leisure time every day than their wives. Um, so men are carving out time for themselves. Um, they are getting that time to exercise. They're getting that time to, you know, have downtime and, and, you know, women, women are not, women are sacrificing that time to do stuff for the household, stuff for the family. Um, so I think in some sense, maybe the solution is partly women sort of going on strike or just doing less and, you know, trying to make peace with that. But it also means, you know, men need to notice more. And, and instead of saying, okay, you know, my stuff's done for the day, you know, putting their feet up to, to just look around the house and just do 20 minutes, do 15 or 20 minutes. And that would so significantly narrow the housework gap. So we should quiet quit. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Women should quiet quit the housework. Well, and I'm glad you put it that way, actually, because I think one of the real challenges here is that this is a structural societal problem, but in our relationships, it plays out as a interpersonal problem. And as with so many things, you know, if women push too hard on this, it creates conflict in the relationship and backlash from the male partner. Um, you know, this has been true in some of my own relationships. And at times, you know, it was like, well, maybe we need to go to couples counseling to like sort out our feelings about the housework. And it's like, or we could just take that money and hire a cleaner and like liberate me. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you know, so I think, but I think it is important to notice like, that there are relationship costs as well to this disparity and in relationships where there is conflict and there is arguing, it oftentimes does stem from, stem from this disparity and that in couples where there is a more egalitarian uh, load, uh, there's less arguing and more sex. I mean, those all sound like good things. Like, I, and, and I feel like it, you can, you can honestly see the connection between, um, you know, the disparities and the arguments because you're, you're resentful if you're doing all the work if you're doing all the work and the other person's sort of like sitting back I mean I know I know growing up I was resentful resentful on my mom's behalf and this is not because my dad didn't do any housework but for the most part it would definitely the disparity existed um and so when my mom was cooking and my dad was like watching basketball or whatever probably um, I was like, I was mad. <laughs> I was like, you know, eight <laughs> over there, like doing my homework. And I'm like, why is he watching basketball? And mommy's like, they both went to work today. I don't understand it. So like, I grew up to become a radical feminist. My, my dad is an amazing person and he can do all of the chores and he's an excellent cook. So he's, and he cleans the gutters and mows the lawn. So he's like different than some of these other people. But when I was younger, my mom actually like put her foot down at a certain point. She has a number of different little tips um, you know, in order to avoid ironing, she says to burn the shirt in the beginning of the marriage and then they will never <laughs> ask you to iron again. Um, so if anybody needed pro tips on, on how to get out of some of these tasks, my mom has um, a good list 
Um, but I think that was her sort of protest um, in her own household in a way that I think Equal Housework Day could be the more systemic um, protest where if everybody did it at the same time. I mean, how do we get to a place where the, we can get out of this stupid dynamic of these outdated gender roles? Like, I am sick and tired of people having expectations of what I should be like because of my gender. I feel like that is stupid. The, and also the fact that certain qualities and tasks are associated with different genders is also stupid. Like, yes. um, like a woman can't just do the dishes better than it. Like, it's actually stupid. This is stupid. This is one of those things like racism um, that, you know, when, when I'm, I see the matrix that when I'm seven, I'm like, this is stupid. And like, why isn't anybody else saying so? I mean, there are a lot of people, but yeah. this is one of those examples also. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really, it's difficult because I don't, you know, part of it is like a lot of the advice here right now is around sort of the unit of the couple and how partners and couples can resolve this, you know, for themselves. Um, mm-hmm. There's another book I really love um, called Drop the Ball by Tiffany Defu And she- oh, love Tiffany. Like, Tiffany's my friend. Love she's, her. She's yes. amazing. Um, and I, she has a story in that book about how she and her husband agreed that he would handle the mail. And so then she just left the mail for like months and it like piled up on the dining room <laughs> table and she just walked by that mess for months. I'm like, I do not have the inner- like grit needed to do that um but it worked and like he came back eventually dealt with the mail they dealt with the consequences of some of the mail Mm -hmm. they had missed and like then she didn't have to deal with it or remind him to do it and so part of it is like I think women being firm and strong you know at the interpersonal level but I also feel like you know I feel like if you think about the pay gap, the solution is like not that women need to negotiate better. Like that's not the mm-hmm. solution. Right. Um, so I, I don't want to seem like I'm saying that for the housework gap um, because I, I think that the, there's sort of, it shouldn't be that every woman has to just solve this problem on her own. Um, so then part of it is like, you know, what can the male partner do? What can the male partner notice and bring to the table? And I, one of the challenges here is that studies, I'm afraid, have consistently shown that men overestimate um, their contribution to the household. And there's sort of no better example of this than the New York Times um, in 2020, when kids were doing so much homeschooling, did this survey and found that nearly half of men said that they did most of the homeschooling. (laughs) Only 3% of women agreed. Um, And the women's, you know, women's time estimates tend to be much more accurate, um, perhaps because women's time is so... Mm -hmm in demand um and we're so overstretched um so i I, you know it's really something where i think everyone needs to work on it i think we need to maybe raise think about how we're raising our kids and think about what chores kids are doing because kids can help out with housework as well and also if you have a son and a daughter you know you you need to the housework gap actually begins in childhood girls tend to get more chores than boys right so there's lots of things we can do around the edges but um it's not really gonna end until um you know we've sort of really shift our, our way of thinking, which is, I feel sort of hand wavy and vague, but it's the best I have. Have me on next year and maybe I'll have a better. No, <laughs> better I mean, my, my whole, this whole show is about changing your way of thinking. Like, even if we're not right in the first iteration, we're still working on it. Like part of, part of the problem is that I think, and, and that, that sort of leads me to my next question. Cause there's some women out there that actually aren't mad. They, they actually relish in, um, sort of, I sort of think of it more like a, as a pick me kind of culture. Like, 
you know, I am a great cook. I'm a great wife. Wife me because I can do your chores. I'll come over and clean your house. And and that and I take pride in the fact that I am a quote unquote good wife material. But like and so there are women that might be listening to this conversation who are like, Ugh, why are these chicks complaining about the dishes? Um, but can you speak to them, too? Because I yeah. think that perhaps people that think that there's you know, they take pride in the fact that they can can perform these traditional gender roles and they take pride in that. I mean, they might push back against like equal housework day. And I want to speak to them, too, because yeah. you can like to do the I mean, you can like cooking. That's not we're not saying that we're just saying that we want it to be equitable. Right. Right. Well, if, <laughs> if you are in a traditional relationship where you are happy to be the domestic goddess in the home, like doing your Martha Stewart thing, then it's not a problem. Uh, it's only a problem if you are feeling like, you know, I hate having to leave work early to run home and get the groceries because otherwise we will have nothing to eat tonight, you know, mm. or, and I, personally, you know, I actually kind of secretly enjoy doing laundry. Like it's something that I find sort of, I listen to my podcasts. I, mm-hmm. you know, do conference calls. I fold the laundry. I find it sort of soothing, but I hate cooking. So, you know, we've worked it out where my have husband does most an of air fryer. I have not purchased an air okay, fryer. So this, so, so this is a new thing. I've only had it for 10 days. This is true, Sarah. And I've only had it for 10 days. And But that changed my whole life on the cooking question because I was awesome. like you. Awesome. So a 10-day life change. And I, Well, I, I basically tell everybody now that like I'm going to promote that if you have been thinking about getting an air fryer, you should purchase it. And anybody that has tried to talk you out of purchasing an air fryer is not your friend. Um, they are not your friend. They do not want what is best for you. And that's my pitch for it. So I'm saying, like, get an air fryer that might change your perspective on cooking. Because I was like, hate cooking. Hate it. No, I'm not doing it. It's like my small protest. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I feel, I mean, really, when my husband's away, because he does do all the cooking, my solution is, like, a bag of trail mix. So maybe the air fryer is the way to go. <laughs> Listen, you can make a full meal in 10 minutes. This is, it's, I don't know what's in it. It's like witchcraft. <laughs> Literally, I it's only 10 days old in my house. But I've made, like, meals, full meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, vegetables, Full rounded. I got cheeses in there. I made pizza. I've made different Brussels sprouts better than I ever made in the oven. It's a whole thing. But so my thing is, is like there are certain chores like you, you, you're explaining that I like to do, and then there's others that I hate. I mean, I hate laundry. So maybe mm-hmm. the opposites there. But I, I definitely like, um, you know, wiping things. It's very satisfying. Mm-hmm you know, cleaning and wiping and like the nice fresh smell after like, that's my jam. I'm into that. So so I find that relaxing. Definitely. Well, and I think I can definitely relate to the idea of like, you know, you wipe down a counter and you think, look at the order Mm -hmm. and beauty I have created. (laughs) Um, But you know, there's probably tasks in every couple that neither of you really wants to do Um, cleaning the toilet springs to mind. Um, Mm -hmm. So you have to think about, you know, in each couple, are those tasks falling on people equally? Um, Are there tasks that like, you know, if you and I were living together, I would be delighted to do all the laundry, (laughs) Um, you know, but we should have a conversation about that because, you know, otherwise we could just fall back into an assumption about who should be doing that kind of thing. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe there's a wife out there who, loves cleaning gutters and should not be blocked from cleaning them. (laughs) Um, So I think it's really just thinking through things in a more, um, you know, mindful way and intentional way so that we're not trapped in stereotypes that don't serve us. 
Yeah, I think it's 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 doing things, and it's communication is so important um, in so many different contexts, but especially in a relationship. Um, usually, when communication is broken down, that's the what the problem is. That's usually the source mm-hmm. of the issue, um, and and it relates to so many different things. And I think housework is such a perfect example of a place in which some of these bad things from the society sort of can come into a relationship and if you're not communicating about these things they might manifest in meaning that the woman is doing all of the housework and the man cleans the gutters once a month and there's a lot of resentment and nobody's happy in that situation um once a month or like every three years (laughs) like literally they act like the gutters is like this whole i mean it is a production but honestly you know everybody out here now is getting task rabbit come on Like, Mm -hmm. I really Mm -hmm. honestly think that men are like, well, this is a man's job. And I'm like, they don't even do it right. Like, one of the funny things um, growing up is that my mom and I had a joke. And this is funny because my dad is a guest on our show. So, like, people, when I talk about my dad, they know him. So I don't mean to, like, clown him. And I'm not. Um, But he's not good at plumbing. He's good at other things, but not plumbing. So, like, but he would never, like, want to hire someone to fix the thing. So my mom would always be like, okay, your dad's going to try to fix it. And then we'd, like, look at each other because we knew he wouldn't be able to do it. Um, Because you know, he's like, you know, I'm the man, I'm going to try to fix the plumbing and like, but he's not good at plumbing. <laughs> so it would not work. We'd always need a plumber eventually. Yeah. So maybe the woman, maybe my mom would have been able to fix it if we had that sort of different gender dynamic in the household. Um, just a thought. Maybe women are better at plumbing. You never know. <laughs> we should try. Why don't we, we try? try? Sarah Green, Carmichael, thank you so much for being here, being here to talk about Equal Housework Day. I am excited for this conversation um, to continue. So let's keep having it <laughs> so thank that we can change the world. Me. Thank yes. you so much for being here this morning and please stay safe. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Zerlina. Check in for new episodes every weekday. 